Hey everybody, what is up? Nick here from the ATAR Notes podcast. I'm here with Alex. Alex, introduce yourself. G'day everybody, my name's Alex, as Nick pointed out. Um, I'm a student, I'm at the University of Melbourne, I'm 20 years old, and I graduated from high school in 2015. Absolutely beautiful. Um, I'm working full-time for ATAR Notes, and today we're talking about uh, what universities are actually like. So I think there are a lot of misconceptions about about uni, about the classes, about uh, the people then, what it's actually like. And it's really, really hard to know what it is like until you're actually there. Yeah, I definitely say that's true, Nick. I, I feel like my experience going into uni, I found out that I was like jumping in a bag of mysteries. Jumping in a bag of mysteries. It's a beautiful metaphor um, and one that I definitely agree with. Um, Alex, I think what we'll start with is probably um, talking about the classes, so the different types of actual learning environments. So in year 12, you're probably used to uh, having a classroom set up, have you know, 15 to 30 students, one teacher at the front. That's not always the case at uni. So maybe you tell us a, a little bit about your kind of lecture experiences. Yeah, that's definitely right. There are tons of different types of classes at university and that, that even varies depending on what you're studying. So um, I guess the main, the elephant in the room would be lectures um, because they're the most um, similar to what you used to in high school. Uh, so the lectures are usually I don't know, 15 min- 50 minutes to an hour. Uh, yeah, the lectures are way different in high school uh, than they are in high school. Um, I'd say I'd attribute the main difference would be uh, kind of the learning environment. When you're at a lecture at university, it tends to be uh, uh, a conversation that only goes one way. Mm-hmm. So the lecturers are speaking a lot more to you than yep. you are to them. Yeah. Um, whereas in high school, there's a lot more interaction, uh, asking questions of the teacher, responding to and fro between you and your classmates. The lectures at university tend to be a lot more kind of, um, here's the information I want to present to you, here's what you should know, and then you can go home and study it, study it for yourself. Yeah, 100%. Um, from, from my experience, so I studied arts for, for four years, um, the lectures can be up to three hours long as well, mm. uh, which can be a, a pretty draining experience if you imagine just a lecturer up the, up the front of the room kind of giving you information for three hours. Um, it can actually be a pretty tough experience to get through that um, to continue taking notes and, um, and, and paying attention. So, yeah, it's an interesting experience, but there are different types of classes too. We also have something called tutorials. Um, So tutorials, I guess, are more like uh, your stereotypical year 12 class. Um, So you'll have a tutor. Basically, your tutor is the equivalent of your subject teacher in year 12. And that's the space where you can ask questions, um, a good place for class discussion. You might have group activities and things like that. So typically, the lecture will be where you get the information and the tutorial um, or, or maybe labs, depending on your degree. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where you put it into practice. So you can talk about the content and you can talk about uh, different perspectives based on different people and so on. Definitely. And you mentioned labs, Nick. That's that's really important because that's a really um, relevant type of class uh, that you'll be doing in science degrees. Mm-hmm. So my experience in biomedicine um, tends to be that we have lots of labs, especially towards the start of the degree. Um, 
I'd really compare labs at university to kind of the practical experiments that you're running in high school. So actually doing the science involved, whether that be looking and uh, growing cell cultures or running a chemistry experiment. The lab's also um, really important when it comes to assessment at university. So um, a large part of your grades can sometimes be made up by how well you perform in the pracs, the lab reports that you write and such. Yeah, cool. So, so speaking of assessment, um, so sometimes you do get those marks for, for practical experience, so you'll have practical activities and so on? Absolutely, yeah. And that can range from subject to subject, but um, for the most part, uh, the work that you put in the labs isn't all just for fun and seeing the <laughs> content. It's um, actually a large part of what makes up your, your grades as well. Yeah, it's very much degree specific, I think. Yeah, uh, Because in, in arts, uh, which is what I studied, I had no labs. Like, labs just didn't exist because they're not relevant to what I was studying. Um, the only kind of practical examinations I would have would be kind of oral presentations and I avoided them like the plague. <laughs> so I managed to get through my entire degree with only one oral um, and I also tried to avoid group work. Uh, so basically I'd, I'd choose my subjects based on which units didn't have group work. Group work is notorious at university, isn't it, Nick? Notoriously horrible. <laughs> um, and, and the reason for that is that you just can't predict what your group is going to be like. Um, so, so often they're randomly allocated. Um, and you might get lucky. Yeah, you could win the lottery. You might get lucky and get a really, really good group. But more often than not, you get stuck with people who either don't know what they're doing or just have no interest in doing well. Um, and and often you're marked collectively. Yeah. So, so everybody gets the same mark in your group, which is why I've ten- tended to avoid them. Um, but in saying that, you do have different types of assessments. So kind of my primary assessments would have been um, essays. So I wrote, I don't know, maybe 30 or, or 40 essays over my degree, um, ranging in, in length and in uh, quality as well. Definitely got better <laughs> as the degree went on. And so those were kind of throughout semester and at the end or? Yeah, so it's a great question. Um, typically, so, so a semester is a 12-week block. Um, roughly 12 weeks and there are two semesters per uh, per year or three trimesters if that's how your university does it Um, but essentially each semester is like an isolated assessment unit Um, so within each subject you'll also have particular assessment um, criteria and typically I would have had two maybe three essays per unit Um, So typically you do four units per semester, so four subjects per semester, um, eight for the year. Um, So if you imagine kind of two or three essays per subject, um, then it does kind of add up. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it it, uh, definitely adds up. Um, Yeah, so essays would have been one of my major ones. Um, Also the end of semester exam. Pretty similar to, to year 12 exams, so two to three hours in length. Um, is that a similar experience yeah, I've, of I've biomed? Yeah, very similar experience in biomed. So the exams are typically perhaps even weighted a bit more as well mm-hmm. in, the, in the science or biomed kind of degrees. Uh, you tend to have a big focus on uh, the kind of exam at the end of the day. Um, 
is is that kind of the uh, opposite as it is in arts or uh, it's not really the the opposite um, it does depend a lot from subject to subject yeah. um, so I've had some units where the exams been worth up to 50 or 60 percent of the unit um, and others it's only been a hurdle so it hasn't um, it hasn't actually contributed to the mark, but as a you hurdle... You just need to pass, you, right? Yeah, that's right. You just need to pass to pass the unit. Um, so it does depend a lot, but there's quite a lot of variation, um, quite a lot of variety based on the degree that you're doing. Um, so, so I know people doing medicine or doing law or doing commerce, and their assessment tasks will be quite different again. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, Even, yeah, throughout the semesters as well, in, mm, in the more science subjects, you tend to have you know, your multiple choice quizzes online. Right, yeah. Yeah, a lot of those can be free marks, of course, but um, you actually do need to put in the work. Yeah, well, think, yeah. It's, it's interesting you say that. Like, one of the things that I just did not understand through my degree that people just didn't do the online quizzes. Really? Um, typically because they're only worth like 1% each. So 1% of your subject or like 2% or whatever. So in isolation, they don't really mean much. But then if you have, you know, 8 or 10 or 12 of them during the semester, then it becomes considerable. Especially if you have it in multiple subjects, hey, or it, multiple units. 100%, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, so, so assessments in general are a little bit different to, to year 12 probably, but similar in the sense that different subjects weight them differently. Um, typically you won't have many subjects where 100% of your grade is from the exam, um, but I do know that that does happen sometimes for, for law subjects or maybe for medicine or, or things like that. You're listening to the ATAR Notes podcast. So let's move on maybe to uh, the more social side, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> something which I'm not hugely well versed in. Um, but kind of tell us about your, your social experience at uni. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So my social experience at uni um, has been quite a good one. I find that coming to university without having friends in the same degree from my high school, I was almost forced to try and make new friends. And that was honestly a blessing in disguise. I think for almost any degree or any university that you go to, you'll tend to find that there are student societies built around your kind of degree or within your faculty. And I think those are the best place to start because they tend to uh, facilitate kind of the integration of new students Mm -hmm. um, into the degree. And then for myself personally, Personally, I find I found just kind of you know putting yourself out there and saying you know g'day my name's Alex when you're starting a lecture is the best way to kind of do it you have to throw yourself in the deep deep end a little bit definitely you do have to do that uh, particularly for kind of bigger degrees I guess um, so your arts your science your commerce whatever there are so many people studying those degrees that it's quite possible that you'll see somebody in your first semester and never see them again throughout your entire degree just because there are so many different subjects on offer and they might be doing different things and so on. Um, For that reason, it can be really hard to kind of consolidate friendships and um, stuff like that. So That's why it's important to try and, you know, make that first step. Yeah, it really is. When you see them again, you'll have a familiar face. You might make a friend at the start of a lecture, then you go to a tutorial for the same subject, you can say, Oh, good day. We met before, yeah. Absolutely. You've got that shared context. Yeah, Um, yeah, and that's something that I did pretty poorly. Um, So I didn't really put myself out there. I wasn't very social. 
um, and I honestly didn't make you know any friends at all for like the first two, maybe even three years. What would you have done differently if you could go back? Yes, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think what I would have done is actually engaged with clubs, yeah. um, things that I knew that other people were interested in, like your sport, your your language, or whatever. And they have a club for it, everything. Well, literally that, everything. Like, there, there's Harry a chocolate clubs, appreciation chocolate, club. Yeah. There's there's anything yeah. that you want. And if there is no club for it, then you can just make one yourself. Right, yeah, so it's absolutely. pretty good. Um, but on on orientation week of my first year, I joined all these clubs, and I thought, oh, I'm going to be so social. It's going to be great. <laughs> going to have so many friends. Um, but then I never went to any events. Never signed up for their like free dinners or whatever. Um, so essentially I was paying money to not do anything at all yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely wasn't the best um, but the people who I know who have done the best socially are the ones who just put themselves out there um, thing is it doesn't matter like who you are or what you've done or how well you did in year 12 or whatever you need a clean slate. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really um, important statement to make because a lot of people have kind of reservations as they're going into it and uh, they're a bit worried about their past, how they've done in high school or whatever, but it's really important to consider mm. that it's all, the, it's all the clean slate, like you said. 100%. And, and I think the friendships that you do end up making at uni can be really, really strong ones too. Um, typically, you'll be studying similar things or you'll have some kind of shared interest. Um, and I think a lot of those friendships you make can literally last a lifetime. Yeah. Um, so it can be a huge benefit, yeah. Um, and it's important to make those friends as well because they, they give you an opportunity, someone to study with as well, yeah. someone to structure your new life around Great point. with. Great point, yeah. Yeah, so definitely some advantages there of being social, I guess, of putting yourself out there, taking yourself out of your comfort zone, and there are ample opportunities to do so. One other potential advantage of uni compared to, to year 12, maybe the independence Absolutely. that you have. Yeah. Um, so timetables might be more flexible and things like that. Exactly. Is, is, is that your experience? Not going five days or, a week. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> probably the best thing about uni compared to school is yeah. um, being able to kind of adjust it to your own life. So if you want to do part-time work, it's absolutely something you can do. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, um, having, having that kind of independence though I reckon is a bit of a double-edged sword mm -hmm. in its difference uh, to high school in some sense it can be great as you said but in other ways um, it might also uh, lead lead to damage you if you if, if you don't have that discipline mm -hmm. would you agree yep yep um, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that that is true um, in my first semester I was probably at uni two days a week which as you can imagine, it's a big change from the structure of five days a week in year 12. Um, and at first I thought, hey, like this is absolutely amazing. What a lifestyle. I'm at uni two days a week, getting like pretty decent grades. Five day weekends. Five day <laughs> weekends, exactly. I can do whatever I like. Um, so much time to browse the 800s forums. Oh, yep. <laughs> Cheeky plug. Um, but after a little while, I kind of started to unravel a little bit, so like mentally not so stable or whatever. Like I just didn't have the motivation required to do as well in uni, and I think that was due to the lack of structure. Yeah, you really need that routine, I reckon. That's so important to keeping you, I guess, like you said, 
mentally in a good place, but also just giving you that kind of week-to-week um, schedule that mm. you can work to. Um, yeah. yeah, certainly. So you've really got to develop that yourself. I think that's a key piece of advice that I'd give to anybody going to university, thinking about going to university, is um, really consider that you'll need to be making your own routine and try and stick to it. Yeah, and, and degrees are different to one another. Like, so, so for biomed, for example, how many days per week would you be at uni? Yeah, I'd probably say I'm in around three or four days at three the start four. of your degree. It tends to be a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also as well, the adaptation towards the independence uh, kind of goes in at a decent pace. So at the start, there's a lot more compulsory classes, uh, more, more tutorials, yep. tracks or labs, you know. Yep. Um, and that and that helps you adjust for sure. Yeah, I think I think by my fourth and final year, I literally had thirty minutes of contact hours <laughs> per week. So so for those who don't know, a contact hour is any time that you're formally technically required to be at the university. So any formally scheduled lectures, tutorials, practicals and whatnot, um, they're your contact hours. So typically a degree will have between 10 and 30 contact hours yeah, per And week. it can range so much, right? So Just much. depending on the degree. Yeah. Um, so so you can see that half a contact hour per week is <laughs> very, very little. Much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, so it can be super independent. Um, do you have any final thoughts about kind of the main differences between uni and, and U12, maybe in terms of um, what it's like on a day-to-day basis or teaching style or, or what you enjoyed or anything at all? Yeah, um, you know what, Nick, I reckon that the key thing to take away from that kind of conversation is uh, the different learning style that there will be between high school and uni. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's really important to just kind of be cognizant of the fact that you might have to make changes to high school, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. And you can't expect to go in there already knowing what you're going to do. You're going to have to figure it out as you go. Yeah, I think that's a really, really good point. And also the fact that nobody knows what it's like. (laughs) Absolutely nobody. Everybody around you is lost. Everybody is fearing for their lives. Nobody knows where to go or when. And that's all right. It's 100% okay. And if they do look like they know what they're doing, they're good actors. They're faking (laughs) it. Don't believe them and try to act yourself. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, if, if you are interested in what uni's like, then we've got a really great uh, forum thread, which we'll link to in the show notes. It's called How University Works. Basically, it runs through what we've spoken about today and a bunch of other things, um, kind of explaining the differences between Year 12 and uni and, and what you can realistically expect. And if you have any questions about anything we've spoken about or anything about university whatsoever, no matter how large or small or, or how silly you think it might seem, please do ask it on that thread. Yeah. Um, Alex and I will both be happy to answer questions and a whole bunch of, of other current university students will as well from a whole range of degrees. Um, so whatever you like, feel free to ask them. And, and otherwise, Alex, thanks for your uh, participation here. It's been an interesting discussion. And yeah, no worries. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's fantastic. And wish you well and all the best, everybody, for, uh, for the rest of the year and for uni when it comes. Yeah, good luck, guys. See you later. Thanks for listening to the ATAR Notes podcast. For more podcast goodness and free resources, hit up atarnotes.com.